Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Epstein Chronicles. As I make my way through the news on a daily basis, we come across some real boneheaded takes on a whole lot of things. But the article that we're going to discuss today is certainly in the running for the top prize because the take by the author of this article, a guy named Ray Marcano, is straight up trash. And I'm being kind when I say that. So let's get to this article by Ray Marcano over in the Columbus Dispatch, and let's see what he had to say about Les Wexner. His friend Jeffrey Epstein was a scumbag. Does it mean Les Wexner owes us a pound of flesh? And again, the author of this article is Ray Marcano. And to answer his question right off the bat, no. Just because you were his friend, that doesn't mean you owe anybody a pound of flesh. But let's not conflate the issues here, okay? Let's not act like Les Wexner was just a friend to Jeffrey Epstein. That's not what we've heard from the survivors. And in this whole entire piece, you'll notice, he doesn't even mention the fact that Les Wexner has been credibly accused. If you have been credibly accused by anybody, never mind somebody who has made these accusations against a guy like Epstein, then there should be an investigation at the very least, right? A deposition, and if there's evidence backing it up and corroborating it, it should be a no-brainer. And there most certainly was evidence and corroboration that Les Wexner was up to no good with Jeffrey Epstein. But Mr. Marcano here, well, he doesn't even mention the fact that that took place. Instead, what we get is a very watered-down picture of the relationship between Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein and the more of a woe-is-me approach from the author talking about how it's Wexner who's being wronged or like Wexner's a victim here. Wexner's no victim here. Wexner went into his relationship with Epstein with eyes wide open. Him and Epstein were very, very close. In fact, he gave Epstein the keys to the financial kingdom. Not only that, but Epstein was able to use his relationship with Wexner to get a lot of these women on board with his abuse. So what we're getting from this author in this article is not even a scratch of the surface. All this comes off as is whining by somebody who really doesn't know the full story. Oh, why are you going after Les Wexner? Well, maybe, just maybe, because he's been credibly accused of sexually assaulting a human trafficking victim that was provided to him by Jeffrey Epstein. And if that's not the case, why hasn't Les Wexner sued anybody yet? As we know it, Les Wexner, the new Albany billionaire, had a very close relationship with the sex trafficking sleaze Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein was Wexner's close business partner for decades starting in the 1980s and participated in a number of multi-million dollar deals with the owner of the L Brands company. 
But when Epstein's sexual misconduct and brutality of girls and women came to light, Wexner cut ties with him. Oh, well, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Wexner cut ties with Epstein because, you know, Epstein was some pervert. And remember, Les Wexner had no idea what was going on. Never mind the fact that Maria Farmer tells a different story. Never mind the fact that the facts really don't line up with what Les Wexner has pitched us for all these years. Let's just run with this narrative and say, you know what? It was all Epstein and Wexner is just another victim that happened to fall into Epstein's path. I don't buy that shit. Sorry. You're going to have to pitch that to somebody else. And that kind of narrative is always going to be challenged on this podcast. I mean, you can believe that Les Wexner is innocent. You can believe that Les Wexner had nothing to do with any of this. But you can't sit here and act like there haven't been credible allegations. And the only thing that people are upset about is that he was friends with Epstein at one point. Because that's certainly not the case. There's a lot more to it than just that. And we all know it. And what Marcano is doing is nothing more than building a narrative that tries to paint Les Wexner as somebody who's a victim. Now, as release court documents highlight that relationship, some want Wexner's name removed from buildings at Ohio State University. Well, that's not a bad ask, right? And furthermore, with all the problems at Ohio State with the wrestling team in the past, you really think this is another scandal that the university needs? But they don't care. Just like Harvard didn't care about Epstein, OSU, the Ohio State University, doesn't care about Les Wexner. And that's because he's funneling a bunch of dough to them. So if he's going to be their benefactor and he's going to funnel a bunch of dough to them, you really think that they're going to come out and take his name off these buildings? Because, you know, it's not like they can't find another rich asshole with a bunch of money to burn that wants to donate it so he could have his dumbass name emblazoned on a building in a self-aggrandizing manner. There's plenty of people out there that want to, you know, tickle their own pickle, if you will. So let's not act like Wexner is the only person that's willing to donate money. But they don't care. These universities, they'll act like they care. They'll act like they're, you know, with it. But at the end of the day, it's just another business. Some might be a little generous. There's a change.org petition that has a little more than 500 signatures and OSU's undergraduate student government passed a resolution during the 2022-2023 school year to remove his name. Well, that would be nice. It's a good start. How many of these people are going to get away with their bullshit? And look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know exactly what went down, but what I will say is what I say every single time. How about a robust investigation? All these people that have been named and credibly accused, bring them in. Get them under oath. Let's hear their side of the story. If people are so interested in the truth and people are so interested in finding out what really went on, wouldn't that mean you want people to be put under oath, to give depositions so that we can really get to the bottom of all of this? Because if not, what you're saying is, well, I believe Les Wexner and anything else is just BS. Now, that might be okay for you. And that might be okay for Mr. Marconi over here. But me? I don't buy that for a second. And unfortunately, I'm a trust and verify kind of guy. Oh, I trust you, but I need to verify your work. That's quite enough of an uproar. There's no way OSU should or would remove his name from its buildings. Let's start with the wood. What's the chance OSU will remove Les Wexner's names from the Wexner Center for the Arts and the Wexner Medical Center? Zero chance. Not going to happen. And that's because, like any other group of scumbags in high academia, they don't care. 
academia has been gobbling up Epstein's bullshit for the whole entire time. So what, we're supposed to think that Ohio State University is going to be different? Sorry, they're all the same. OSU removing Wexner from, say, its medical center is as likely as Mitch McConnell and Mike Johnson holding a joint news conference announcing they're all of a sudden backing Nikki Haley as the Republican presidential nominee. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. And he just says it right here. He just admits what he said. It's all about money, right? It's all about a bag. And if I was a trustee at Ohio State University, I'd be fired up. I'd be demanding that this name gets removed. And don't tell me for a second that Ohio State University can't come up with another donor. They most certainly can. We're talking about a very, very famous university here. And a place where a lot of rich and powerful people have called home. So if you think they can't find a donor or a multiple donors to fill the gap here, you're wrong. They don't want to do it. They'd rather just stick their head in the sand and say to themselves, well, this never happened. These aren't credible allegations. But unfortunately for Ohio State University and organizations like it, Mr. Marconi might let them get off the hook, but we're not going to. We're going to keep talking about this because it's a point that people are obviously still missing, that no real robust investigation has ever occurred, and anybody asserting anything different is lying. The should debate is one based on emotion. Since he has ties with a horrible, terrible, disgusting excuse of flesh, Wexner should be punished for the sin of poorly picking his friends. Now imagine conflating the issue and rolling it up into just this, and that's your delivery to the readers of the Columbus Dispatch? Don't you owe them more? And then they wonder why all these people in the media are losing their jobs, because they don't do their job correctly. If they did, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You'd be listening to Mr. Marconi. But unfortunately for him... He misses the point like so many other people when they're talking about this case. It's not just about one single issue. It's about the whole totality of what went on. And the fact that you're not even willing to take a look at what's been said about Les Wexner tells me everything I need to know about you as a journalist. A real journalist would want to get to the bottom of it. A real journalist follows the story no matter where it leads. And a real journalist doesn't have faves. Let's punish Wexner for bad judgment. No concrete evidence has come forward that Wexner in any way knew, supported, or approved of Epstein's heinous acts. No, not at all. It's not like there's been allegations against him. It's not like Virginia has said she was trafficked to him. I mean, for real? Is this guy for real? Did he set out today to end up on this podcast getting absolutely eviscerated? Because if that was his goal, well, bravo, dick nozzle. You've reached the promised land. Because this take right here is nothing more than hot trash. Rather, the evidence suggests that in 2007, after Wexner began to get wind that something was amiss, he told Epstein to take a hike. Oh, is that is that it? He told Epstein to take a hike, huh? It had nothing to do with that half-baked money plot they had going. The fact that Wexner said that Epstein stole millions from him. Yeah, right. That was all built in so that if Epstein ever got nailed, Wexner had his out. I can't believe people are still buying the bullshit that these knuckleheads are selling them. But here we are all these years later, and the former head of the journalist union still doesn't get it. Now, here we are 17 years later, and people want to extract a pound of flesh. Why? The proverb, what's good for the goose, is good for the gander. That dates back to 1670 and means that what's good for one is good for all. Talk about a bunch of word salad. What does that even mean? What's good for the goose is good for the gander? 
buddy, you're leaving out a whole big part of the story. You know, the part where your pal here, Les Wexner, is credibly accused? Or how about the fact that Maria Farmer says that she was on his property as Epstein's guest when she was assaulted and Wexner and his security team kept her there? We going to talk about that or are we just going to ignore that too? That's the proverb we should remind ourselves here. Unless you're the saint of all saints, we've all had relationships we've come to regret. We've associated with people we later found to be untrustworthy, criminal, or perverted. Sometimes out of misguided loyalty, we stick with them. Sorry, never happened for me. Not for perverted people. Other crimes I can forgive. If somebody's selling drugs, I can forgive them. If somebody has a DUI, forgiven. If somebody's truly looking to be remorseful, I can forgive them. But when it comes to hurting women, children, and doing this bullshit, sorry, there's no forgiving that. And if you're somebody who's playing a part in it, if you're somebody who's assisting in mass wholesale trafficking operations, yeah, I'm going to have something to say about it. And according to everything that we've heard, according to all of the evidence that we've seen, Les Wexner most certainly should be under oath and talking about what went down. Since we're not billionaires in the public eye, we keep those associations to ourselves because if people knew, they'd question our judgment, think less of us, and might even cut ties. And again, he's inferring that this is guilt by association, which it's not. This man was business partners with Epstein, not only that, but again, credibly accused. I think that's the most important part here that needs to be brought up. He's been credibly accused of taking part in the abuse. So what about your answer to that? And if not an answer, what about at least mentioning it to your readers? Probably a good idea, right? Wexner doesn't have that luxury. Aw, oh, poor Wexner. He's an expert at living under a microscope. Who in that position isn't? And has a keen awareness of how one slip can destroy decades of goodwill. So when he found out that his friend and collaborator was a world-class deviant, he kicked him to the curb. What else do you want? Well, I want him to be aware. I want him to know what the fuck's going on. I want him not to be in bed with guys like Epstein. I want him not to be credibly accused by Virginia Roberts. Is that a good place to start, Mr. Marconi? And it pains me that this dude's a paisano. Are you for real with this bullshit? What if it was your daughter, sir? How would that go over on Sunday dinner? I know how it would go over in my family, and it wouldn't be making excuses for Les Wexner. It would be more like, hey, Vinny, go get the bat. So this dude's over here talking all kinds of reckless, acting like Les Wexner is not even being credibly accused. Meanwhile, we all know there's something much darker, much more devious going on. Taking Wexner's name off a building might make a few people feel better, but what does that really do? It doesn't change what happened to Epstein's victims, but it would obscure what we, as of now, know. Wexner took a stand against evil. That's worth a name on a building. That's how he decides to finish the article. So folks, I want you all to know that we haven't really known the whole story here. And Les Wexner is actually the hero. Les Wexner is the hero of this story, and not only should his name be on the building in Ohio State, I think that we should change the name of the White House to the Wexner House. Why not? Everybody should have a picture of St. Wexner in their pocket. I mean, is this fucking guy for real? Somebody must have slipped some toad venom in his Cheerios, because this article is one of the worst I have ever dug into. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes with this episode can be found in the description box.